Okay. Good morning. This is Darrell Gunter, your host for Leadership on WSOU 89.5 FM and streaming on the net at WSOU.net. Ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a real treat today because we have one of the emerging entrepreneurs in the world as our guest today, Mr. Alex Lazenica, who is the CEO of not one company, but three companies. And we're going to talk about that today. Alex, welcome to the program. Hi, Darrell. So, Alex, can you share with our audience a little bit about your experience, knowledge, background, education, which is quite fascinating? Well, it depends with whom you talk with. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, I, I graduated at engineering school in Croatia. I'm of Croatian origin. And uh, after the graduation i went to uh, to the phd studies at vienna university of technology in austria and i worked there as a robotic and artificial intelligence researcher for six years or something i spent some time at the epfl lausanne it's quite famous university mm -hmm. as well doing my specialization in multi-robot uh, simulation software yeah my field of research was kind of uh, multi-robot systems for manufacturing industry, but I was always kind of curious in, in biology as well. So I was researching uh, how the flock of birds or, or, or the family of ants, you know, the swarm of ants, how they are beha behaving and how can we replicate that behavior in mm. a simple, uh, uh, robots, simple as a unit, but mm -hmm. as, a, as, a, as a group, they could perform the intelligent behavior. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I was kind of intrigued with engineering and biology as well. Uh, it, it was quite interesting. Thanks. Wow. And so then after that, uh, you decided to, to launch a company called Intech Open, but it actually started because you wanted to find a way to communicate and collaborate with other uh, researchers and, and scholars. Is that correct? Yeah, I mean, uh, it was a long time ago, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah, so you need to understand it was quite a different time back then. Uh, uh, it was really hard for us, you know, to find the high quality literature which we needed for our studies, for our research. Mm -hmm. And even though Vienna University of Technology is uh, I mean, in, in, in Europe, they have a, their, their library has, has a, a quite big budget for subscriptions, but we were struggling uh, uh, as well. And I remember uh, one time I wanted to, to, to get one book from one famous professor from Japan, and then I called my colleague in Tokyo, and then he was photocopying the book and sending me per, per post, you know. Those were, those were the days. So that was one reason uh, why we started to publish open access. At the end, we didn't even know that the, it's called open access movement. Yeah, we just wanted to share our, our journals and books free of charge with, with robotics community. And at the same time, the whole idea started as a hobby project. We wanted to, to we were PhD students, so quite young. <laughs> <laughs> and we wanted to connect with our peers 
you know, it was quite flattering to communicate with famous professors from MIT, Stanford, etc. That was the reason. And then the whole robotics community and artificial intelligence, they accepted our open access idea so well. And um, at one point, I decided to leave academia and, 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 and to, to try, you know, entrepreneurial life. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And, and that led you to to yeah. launch the company. Well, we didn't start from a garage, but yeah, from a small office at the uh, Robotics Institute at the university. Right, and that launched Intech Open, which is now the world's largest open access book publisher. Yes, it was 15 years ago. So I was the book editor of our first book, uh, and uh, most of the chapters were written by by my colleagues, my friends. And uh, yeah, at the moment, uh, Intech Open uh, published uh, almost 5,000 uh, original book titles in all areas of science, technology, and medicine. Yeah, it's a quite successful story, I would say. Right. And also, you have some Nobel Prize winners as, as authors and editors, correct? Yeah, actually, we have three Nobel Prize winners as our authors. Yeah, quite uh, other famous people as well. Uh, from all, we are strongest in technology since that was our core discipline. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, medicine is is quite a big uh, field as well. Well, it's we quite in, in Europe, in, in, mm-hmm. in Croatia, in UK, London, in China, presence in India, US. It's a global uh, business, global company. Most of our authors are from US and Asia. Uh, that's ca- quite obvious since uh, most of the research is done in those two uh, parts of the world. And as an entrepreneur, one of the, the, the key things that I've witnessed over the years, because I've gotten to know you since 2016, 2015, is that you're able to hire really, really good people to run your operation. And in the beginning, uh, Sarah Uhak was uh, managing director. Uh, and then recently you, you hired uh, Dr. Anka Beck from the Reuters to, to run Intech Open. What is the, how do you as, as a leader and manager, um, what is the criteria that you use to select the people who do such a good job for you? I, I mean, you need, to love, you need to make a lot of mistakes during, the, during, during this uh, journey. You know, they say, as, 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 you know, that uh, as more I practice, the luckier I get. So, but uh, I think that you need to be, I mean, at least that's for myself. You need to be uh, honest with your people, with your team. You need to, to, to inspire them to, to, you know, people need to see that you are not, you, that you have like, like uh, honest goals and your vision and, they need to identify with that. It's a daily the job, I would say. It's not easy, but yeah. Mm-hmm. And at some point, you, you were publishing both books and journals, but uh, I think it was in 2017, 18, or whatever, you decided to just focus on the, the book program. And, I think and it was in 2015. Uh, thank uh, you for correcting that. Mm-hmm. Yes. So... Um, our first open access book came from a, a, a robotic uh, open access journal, 
Mm-hmm. So we decided to co- to to collect ten uh, uh, most read artic- journal articles and give those authors the opportunity to write more on the same topic and create open access book. And I would like to say that's the world's first uh, uh, scientific open. I cannot claim that, but I have a good feeling. <laughs> uh, I think you're right. <laughs> yeah, it came from a need or coincidence. Or mm-hmm. I would like to say. Um, so during those few years, we figured out that uh, our, we have a unique value proposal in open access books mm-hmm. and uh, expertise and the knowledge and technology. At that time, it was not possible to buy the software for publishing process uh, uh, to produce books, open access books. So we were kind of forced to make our own system. and. No, that was all unique, and then we decided strategically to focus on the books, and uh, which we are the best in the world, yeah, so far. That's that's correct, and also, and then, uh, you know, Sage approached us, and they acquired mm-hmm. our, our journal. Mm-hmm. And you found a great home for your journals because Sage is a very reputable publisher. Yes, yes, yeah. and uh, we and appreciate that since we are connected with those products so far. So, and so. You have Intech open, successful business, and then I read an article that there's something called Yellow Submarine, which yeah. is voted one of the top 50 hamburg- gourmet hamburgers in Europe. How did you, uh, for your second business, decide, oh, I'm, I'm going to do a hamburger franchise, gourmet hamburger franchise? Uh, yeah, It started as a hobby project, a game. Yeah, I kind of, uh, uh, I like to cook a lot and uh, during my, 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 my uh, I, we used to live for a while in New York and then I got hooked to one famous organic burger chain and then I noticed that in Europe there, the, the market is not so, uh, I'd say, crowded with, the, with those concepts and together with my friend we started the one outlet. I mean, we didn't know to ex- what to expect in that. Yeah, so we were quite, quite naive and, <laughs> yeah. But I have and to say. Five years mm-hmm. later, we have mm-hmm. 150 employees, mm-hmm. uh, 10 outlets. Yeah, it's a growing chain, yeah. And I must say, uh, when I was in Croatia uh, a year ago, I had the opportunity of enjoying a yellow submarine uh, gourmet hamburger and it was delicious and the service was excellent and the yeah, environment is 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 very uh funky in a good way you know it's like wow okay i mean uh, i'm an older gentleman but it, it made me feel younger <laughs> yeah 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 <laughs> i mean uh-huh. that yellow submarine <laughs> yeah that's right <laughs> yeah so, you know, the Intech Open Business has uh, opened an office in, in London, very successful gourmet hamburger business. So what prompted you to take the next step to launch your third business, Underline Science? Well, I noticed, uh, you know, as you and, and, and uh, all of us, we attend a lot of uh, conferences uh, during our career or life and I noticed a great lack in, 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 in this ecosystem you know in a way frustration as well mm-hmm. you know when you get to the conference first you need to get to the conference 
you need to have time money or energy to fight with jet lags and all of the processes when you get there there are always multiple sessions you need to make a choice which choice which which room to enter in <laughs> which which lecture to attend when you come back home there is no platform where you can re-experience the whole event and that's kind of frustrating you know there is no repository platform where you can just log in and watch the lecture of your favorite colleague or mentor or leader from the last conference he or she attended that's something that we need we need to change you know with today's technology this should be uh, easy doable and quite uh, manageable and so Underlying science, it is a, a virtual streaming video conference platform that works both in a live environment and a virtual environment. Wow, that, yes. is, that, that is dynamic. So what you're, what you're saying is that if there's a concurrent session going on, you'll be able to attend one live if you wanted to and then catch the other ones pretty much on demand and, and it streams. Yes, wow. yes. It's the world's first uh, uh, live streaming and repository platform custom made for uh, scientific uh, or academic conferences. Uh, so the whole, we are, we are basically here uh, having uh, two value proposals, one for the conference organizers or, or scientific societies. We are giving them possibility, technology and support to organize online events which is quite important today, especially yes. with the COVID-19 situation. Uh, uh, you know, everything is under lockdown and uh, we have great technology, great features. We are building new features every week. And since we are in a way not from that uh, industry, we are not, uh, we are thinking out of the box. Yes. So we are developing something that's not seen in this industry, especially. So far, I'm quite, I'm quite, yeah, uh, uh, flattered with that and thank, thankful for my team. Uh, on the other hand side, when the whole event ends, it all becomes part of the underlying science repository platform. Uh, so we are uh, hosting and broadcasting the lectures. We are enriching the lectures with the transcriptions, translations, DI numbers, which we can talk a bit later on. Uh, slides, PowerPoint presentations. You can cite the lecture, you can share it. You can search, you can connect with the speaker since we know that the uh, community is one important aspect of the conferences in general. So we are building the community features on the platform so you can uh, read the short biography of the speakers. You can start the collaboration. Yeah, it's quite exciting. Very exciting. And if I understand correctly, you're transcribing the lectures, which means that they're searchable. Yes. Yeah. Wow. That's and then um, the demonstration that I saw earlier, you were able to change the language from English to Mandarin to Spanish at a click of a button. Tell us about this particular transcription service that you're using that really translates it at a very high level. Well, we are uh, using machine learning and the manpower to build our transcription, transcriptions and the translation feature. So we are not using Google 
translate since we find it's not appropriate for our content and uh, our uh, end users. Yeah, it's quite fascinating to see how can you change the, the language on the fly and uh, I mean with this uh, I want to say to the world that the language should not be a barrier of science, you know. Uh, science is a global discipline and uh, we all need to be unified in a way. And uh, our next phase is to, to make possible to the conferences which are being presented in the non-English languages to translate those to English as well. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's very dynamic. Power, you know. You're one of the few publishers that I've ever heard to voice that, that you feel that um, science should not have language as a barrier versus saying that, you know, science should be in English, that science should have no barriers that that is that is that is awesome alex that is i mean really awesome. that's a huge problem in today's world and i had that problem as well mm -hmm. and uh i mean you can see it we don't need to be blind there are a lot of countries doing great science but they're not english focused so you're kind of avoiding that mm -hmm. yeah so underlying science is capturing conference content which is which is groundbreaking simply because before you would attend a conference and that information was forever lost or it was just in the minds of the people who attended the conference but that record that scholarly record wasn't shared with anyone yes that's were you, were you were, 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 i guess you were shocked that no one was 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 providing this level of service especially when you think about you know the larger publishers who have financial wherewithal to to build such things I mean, importance of conference and the conference lecture is without any question. We know that there, uh, uh, yeah, it's not unavoidable, but one of the most important part of the scholarly communication process in general. Mm -hmm. And you know, all the ideas people present and invest a lot of their time and energy to prepare for the lectures, to do the proper presentation. All of that just vanished after the last day of the conference. No, there is no platform where you can re-experience that. And, and what uh, about the poster sessions? You know, people... That's something, you know, which needs to be changed. Yeah. Yeah. Lecture, I, I, want, I like to say that the lecture uh, is just another type of the information exchange. Right. Like, like journal, like book, like conference paper proceedings. And with today's technology, you know, it's the right time to build the repository which preserves that information for many years to come. In regards to the poster sessions, we are doing that, uh, especially during our online events. You know, it's an important aspect of the conference for the conference organizers and societies. So we are building uh, uh, poster session rooms, <laughs> virtual ones. Yeah, but uh, our focus are video lectures. Absolutely. And so when you, when you think about the... Um the features that you have and you have a you have a meeting coming up which is going to be live streamed that is the the amos conference which is aamas which is um that that is one of the leading uh artificial intelligence conferences is that correct yes yes amos is one of the leading uh, ai conferences in the world and we are quite uh, yeah flattered again that they, they, they have chosen underlying science as their partner to do the online event. It means uh, us a lot. 
for me especially i'm a former ai scientist <laughs> yeah uh, and to have such such famous important event as one of our first uh, customers it's yeah yeah it shows us that we have a, a a promising future. <laughs> That's right. Ladies yeah. and gentlemen, we are here with Mr. Alex Lezenica, the founder and CEO of Underlying Science Inc. And the website is underlying.io. And so in your opinion, I know you're excited about Underlying Science, but what do you think is the most exciting feature of the platform when, when you're talking to a prospective conference or publisher? I would say the the, 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 the most exciting features are, are the one uh, uh, which are being built. So let's keep it uh, in a way, a, a tiny secret. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, we just started, so the, what you see now on the platform is our starting uh, position. Yeah. And when you, when, you, when you go to the site, you can currently see uh, current conferences that have been recorded. And, and see the lectures. And yeah, that's a good point, Darrell. So we are offering to conference organizers uh, a service of uh, uh, filming the lectures at the venues as well. So we have our internal team and, and the network of freelancers all over the world so we can film the, uh, the conference uh, where, wherever it is happening. And we did that for a dozen of conferences before before this crisis which is nice and in, in, in the profiles of the of the presenters it's very well professionally done so it looks far better than what we we see on other um, social media platforms or uh, academic platforms so congratulations on that thank and you we are just now building the new features as i as i told you before so the speakers will have their dedicated pages where they can uh, they can log in and see the really detailed analytics of 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 their lectures so they can see who is watching their lecture from each country for how long how many minutes they can connect with those as well and I would like to mention as well that we have a Q&A feature so that you as a viewer can pose a question to the lecturer and then lecturer gets informed through our system and then they, they answer you to your question. That's really important that it's a start of some collaboration as well. Yeah, I'm, I'm happy you brought that up because the underline.io, uh, underline science platform, you actually have a team behind the scenes that's actually producing the event. So the, the, the organization putting on the event, they don't have to worry about, you know, introducing people or moving things around to introduce people, share screens and all of that. Tell us a little bit more about the underlying science philosophy about how to run uh, an effective conference, whether it's live or if, or if it's a hybrid. Yeah, so we are uh, here to help societies, publishers, or, or individual conference organizers. So we are not just giving them the technology, we are giving them the support and knowledge to organize the online event. Is it through, through our uh, team or through technology or through our marketing services? You know, at the end, it's the same. We are here to support them. So together with them, we are building the scripts, really detailed scripts for each day of the live event. We have a professional studio, we have a director, uh, we have a, a professional moderator who is moderating the event. 
we are kind of uh, focused on the you know visual identity and the branding of the of the whole event as well because it's important at the end how do you present the content is important but but the visual identity is important as well so we are doing it uh, our team is coming from a gaming industry from the professional tv industry big shows so they have a lot of knowledge and expertise in doing the, the live streaming. And I'm happy you, you mentioned that because one of your uh, folks working with you, uh, Mia, uh, she's an Emmy Award winning producer and she's working on the underlying originals. Tell right. us a little, bit, a little bit about the underlying originals. Well, that's what I said that I would like to keep it as a tiny okay. secret. Okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk about that in the next episode. Okay, but yeah. uh, we, we can talk about... We, we need to save something for the next interview. <laughs> there we go. So, but, but we can talk about the coffee break rooms for, uh, for people to interact at, at the virtual conference. Yeah, that's something we are building right now since, uh, as I said, uh, we kind of we, we know that the uh, community is one important aspect of the conference event as well so we are now building the feature the, where people can um, you know like attend one virtual room and sp speak informally uh, through video chats uh, we call it the coffee break yes the break room coffee sessions yeah It'll be cool to see that, yeah. yeah it's so. going to be cool. And, and then uh, to build on that, to help to uh, fund the conference, you uh, are build, able to build uh, exhibit halls and with, with, for sponsors, where sponsors can demonstrate their services. Yeah, we are kind of mimicking the behavior uh, at the which, uh, or the activities which, which are going on uh, on the conference booths or stands. So sponsors or exhibitors can have their uh, leaflets, you know, uh, they will have the video chat so they can communicate with the attendees. Mm -hmm. They can present their products or services through video, through, through, through you know, different digital uh, types of, of, of yeah, communication. So in a way, you know, digital world is quite uh, more diverse, I would say. You mm -hmm. just need to be creative and, uh, yeah, and you will, you will have amazing products, yeah. Wow, this is extremely exciting, extremely exciting. So, uh, so what does the future look like for the underlying team and the research community? What do you mean by research community in general? So, underlying is bringing forth this great platform and the research community is gonna have this new tool, right? This, 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 this new area of information that they've never had before. So when you mash the two together, it's, it's hopefully it's going to move scholarly research forward in a more productive way. Well, I hope as well the future for underlying science is, uh, uh, I can see it now that it's promising, it's exciting for research community as well. I mean, it's the new, new, new tool, new platform for, uh, it's like a new pool of knowledge of information which did not exist so far. So imagine in a few years when we get to the uh, uh, much, much more uh, content as well, you know. We are building a great stuff and people are already noticing that and I'm quite excited. Absolutely. With regards to the 
I thought you were asking uh, about research community in general. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I was looking at, um, you know, how this is really going to help the research community to be more effective, uh, be able to capture more information. As, as, as we know, researchers, we build on each other's ideas and having access to this conference information, even poster sessions where it can spur someone's ideas or enhance someone's idea. Uh, I, I think it's going to be extremely valuable. Yes. Yeah. So what, what closing thoughts would you like to leave uh, with, with our audience about underlying science? I would say that, you know, I would, I would uh, maybe say a bit something more in general. Yeah. We all need to work together now towards uh, open society, connected world, the world in which, you know, we are in a way leveling the play field. Uh, we can see now, I, I, I always like to emphasize that we as uh, humankind, we need to, to build the bridges, not the barriers. And that's the way to go forward. And that's easy to say, but it's, yeah, it's not so easy to do. But we at Intec Open and Underline Science, let's say it, we are one tiny puzzle in that bridge. Yeah, I well would like said. To, to conclude with that. Well said. Alex, I want to thank you for coming on the program and thank you for your Thanks, time Darrell. today. And, um, yeah, that was well said. Build bridges and not barriers. Something that we can, we can learn about here in the United States. Um, anyway, I don't, want to, I, I don't want to get political. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but ladies and gentlemen, that wraps it up this, this weekend on Leadership with Darrell W. Gunter on uh, WSOU 89.5 FM. I want to thank our guest, Mr. Alex Lazenica, who is the CEO founder and co-founder co and CEO of Intech Open and founder and CEO of Underlying Science, the world's first virtual streaming uh, content repository for scholarly research. Alex, thanks for coming on the program. Thanks, and, thanks for inviting me. Bro. And uh, remember, leadership begins with you. <laughs>